This episode is sponsored by the Slang Self-Doubt Prayer Journal. Over the past four years, I have had the opportunity to help over 30 women identify, accept, and take action in the parts of their lives where they feel stuck. My heart's desire is to do that with every woman I come in contact with, but the truth is that's not realistic. So instead, I created a prayer journal that goes through that same journey. The Slang Self-Doubt Prayer Journal is designed for you to dig deep and answer questions that will pull out where you are stuck on your journey. The Slang Self-Doubt Prayer Journal consists of six sections of journal prompts and areas for reflections for when you want to dig a little deeper and um, just take your thoughts to another level. Whether it takes you six weeks or six months to complete, I promise you will not regret it. Head on over to my website at www.feliciawallace.com and select the books tab to make your purchase. If you are ready to find your fears and slay them, go to www.feliciawallace.com, select books and get your copy today. You're listening to the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast with Coach Felicia, where we empower Black women to overcome their doubts, fears, and insecurities in order to give birth to their God-given purpose. Join me and sometimes some of my friends on our journey as we remind you that you are not alone. I'm Felicia Wallace, and together we will find our fears and slay them. Welcome back to another episode of the Slaying Self Doll Podcast. I am here with Erica Davenport from She Pursues Purpose. Good morning, Erica. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you are so welcome. So uh, we spoke a little bit offline about how this was supposed to happen last year, but life just gets in the way. And so I'm so glad that we're going to have this conversation today, especially because I feel like that our... um what we both do is in alignment. So I know this is going to be a great conversation. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started? Yes. Well, I'm Erica Davenport. I am a mother to two boys. Um, hey, boy mom. <laughs> boy mom. Yes. <laughs> um, I am. I've been married for it'll be 10 years this year. Oh, congratulations. Um, oh, you hitting the, the double you. digits, sis. Ma'am. <laughs> By the grace of God. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And so um, I started She Pursues Purpose. It really started as a personal journey. You know, I kind of um, I was just in a phase of in my role as wife and in mm-hmm. my role as mom and in my role as somebody else's employee. I kind of just lost who I was as an individual. Yeah. And, you know, I just went through this phase of 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 saying, God, I know that there's more, you know, what's my purpose. Um, I just kind of went on this personal development and growth journey. Mm. And ultimately, um, I birthed She Pursues Purpose because I realized that in my pursuit of my own purpose, that God had really been equipping me and preparing me to help women who was just like me, who knew there was more, who knew that outside of their roles as wife and mom and all these things that he had more. So that's how I birthed She Pursues Purpose. Yes, I love that I think it's such a which is it's very identical to how slaying self-doubt started except for the fact that um I think I was already going through this a journey I didn't know what it was going to look like and then God just was like he here you go you're going you're going to yeah. do this you know but it really like you said it really was me like starting with ourselves I think that that is the in anything when I think in anything that we're doing especially when it's purposeful like it has to start with you if it does mm-hmm. not start with you there's no the attachment to it is different right like right. 
coming into this, I know how important it is for me to show up every day to do what it is because I'm I'm clear that my obedience is connected to somebody else. And so yes. doing that, you know, it, it yes, everybody else who I'm impacting and being able to be in community with and all of those things, it's important. But really, I'm sure just like with you, like she pursues purpose, just like slaying self-doubt is me, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and so I have to continue to do that thing in order to see it fully through. And so as you're kind of doing this and when you transitioned over, what did that look like for you before you actually got started into like impacting other people? What did that personal journey look like? Um, It looked, it was like highs and lows, right? Mm -hmm. Some days it looked like frustration, resentment, irritation. Um, Other days, it looked like me really being inspired by other women, like mm. going to different um, events when when there was a lot of events pre-COVID. So going to different events and, and being inspired and, you know, reading books and and, you know, just really self-exploration like yeah. what do I like to do what did I like to do before I was a mom and before I was a wife you know yeah. and so it really just started with personal development for me and really honing in on my relationship with God like okay God I feel like first Corinthians 12 is what really shifted my prayers mm-hmm. when he talked about the gifts and stuff but then it's like I asked God one day what is it that I can do for your people. Right. Mm. And so I realized at that point, okay, I can do more than what I'm doing, but what is that? Like, I didn't know what that was, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it just kind of went like that, but I really just started just really, I'm, I value education and learning. And I think Mm. that's where I centered myself learning more about God, learning more just about the business room period, learning more about myself. And that's what you know, that's what the journey looked like before um, I even started the business. Yeah, I love that because um, what you said was, which you hear, I've, I've heard often in like sermons, like, you know, God show me me, right? Mm-hmm. Before you show me anything else, show me everybody else. Because we quick to be like, they need to change. This need to be different. My job need to value. Yes. But if you show me me, then I will show up differently. And in, in the same way that you said that I was kind of my journey as well. Like, how do I? how do I, I didn't hate my job, but I knew I could be doing more. Like you Mm -hmm. said, it was like, how do you want me to show up? And so then when I changed then the people around me changed Mm -hmm. and then I realized, oh, okay. So this is, it really is about me. And, you know, just showing my potential, my value, my worthiness, like that, I own that. Right. And so just mm-hmm. have being able to change that. So um, that's good. Like y'all just for a, a note, it starts with you. It don't start with yeah. nobody else. You got to right. really take the time to understand, do your own self-awareness journey so that mm-hmm. you know how you show up. So as you transition into all of this, how does uh, self-doubt show up in your journey? Um, It showed up in a couple different ways. One, you know, once I tapped into purpose and I'm a, I just want to, I want to back up on something you uh-huh. said, cause it's so important when you talked about, you know, how you didn't hate your job, but you kind of knew that with that there was more. Yeah. And that's kind of where I was. And you, as you were talking, I just, you reminded me how I had to change my perspective. Right. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I didn't really, I didn't like my job and I knew that I wasn't even really called. It was a good job. It was a job I prayed for, but mm-hmm. then there just came a time where it just wasn't fulfilling. And I knew that there was more and I was ready to go um, for a long time. 
Um, but then I realized I shifted my perspective. Like, you know what? I'm gonna let this job work for me mm. while I pursue my purpose. You know, yeah. this job is what's enabling me to figure me out. This job is what's allowing me to go to these conferences and yeah. do all of these different things, you know? So it changed my perspective um, on that note. But then it my, my job is what allowed me to invest in my first mentor coach. Like uh, Patrice Washington was my first mentor. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, um, you know, so, so again, just that self-development, self-growth and, um, but by that time I kind of knew, um, that I was called to help women with purpose. And Mm. this is where the doubt showed up, right? Mm. This is where, because I started saying like, first of all, how do you run a business about purpose? Like, this is not tangible. It ain't not, like, how do you do this? Okay. You're <laughs> speaking to my spirit right now. All right. Because people will tell you as a side note, when you go to some of these, some of these coaching programs, some of these things, people will, will it, it, it almost like, well, what are you promising them? That is not, that's not a thing. And it's like, but actually it is like, <laughs> if you really know what it is, it actually is. And I, I would fight it so much. And I would be like, but why can't I just do the thing that God told me to do this is what I'm I'm trying to figure out all these other avenues Mm -hmm. and then eventually I had to say you know what thanks for the the tools that you've given me but I'm gonna have to go to the source because this right here to your point trying to teach people and get people to invest in you to tell them something that like you that you can't see you can't touch it (laughs) you can't take it to the bank (laughs) it's hard it was a hard call and that that caused a lot of doubt for me like and who am I to tell people about purpose like who am I to to do this and it took a while for me to really grow confident and sure in it and understand that you know if God's giving it to you there's definitely a way, right? Yep. Like there's definitely a way, but it was just one of those things. Like you said, it wasn't tangible. It wasn't visible. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Like mm-hmm. how, how do I do this? And so that's where I had to really, um, like really just get, get clear my identity and God, you know, and, and really trust what he gave me and he would confirm it. Like we need that as we're going along and when we're yeah. starting out, you know what I'm saying? So people would say, oh, that post resonated with me or something like that. So he confirmed over and over, like, yes, this is what I want you to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and that helped to eventually alleviate the doubt that I experienced. Yeah. And so at, I'm sure like all of us that when you go through it, when you're building something and you are really like, you start to see like, oh no, this is, I can do this. Like, this is possible. This is, I'm actually helping people. What are some um, practical tools that you can share with the audience of like how you continue to um, just show up when self-doubt comes in? Because as you level up, there's going to be this new self-doubt that be like, but wait a minute, Mm -hmm. I I did that, but does that, I don't know if I can do this. What do you do to kind of get yourself like to be able to push through that doubt? Did you hear that ad at the beginning of the show? If you're a business owner looking to expand your reach, you can promote your company or product with a host read pre-row or mid-row ad by me on the Slang Self Doubt Podcast. If you want more information, email info at FeliciaWallace.com. That's info at FeliciaWallace.com. Now back to the show. Um, I, For me, it was my personal conviction, right? And my relationship with God, because like you said, it starts with us, 
but you quickly understand that it's not about you, right? <laughs> it started with me, <laughs> but I quickly understood like, hmm, this really ain't about me, right? Yeah. And A, because of my faith and my relationship with God, I serve him and mm-hmm. I aim to please him. And so if he's telling me to do something, one of the things I'm an introvert and I don't really like being on the front scene, but one of the things I really had to learn was to do it scared, to yeah. do it in spite of myself. Mm-hmm. Some people feel like, you know, you got to get rid of the fear in order to do it. And it's like, nah, I just did it with the fear, right? right? Like I just went on a live or did whatever it was with the fear. So I would encourage people to, you know, first of all, I think you have to know your why. Mm-hmm. When your why is bigger than you, it helps you to, you know, kind of pursue things that are uncomfortable and outside of what you're used to doing. If you don't yeah. know why you're doing it, it's easy to kind of not do it. You know, it's yeah. easy to procrastinate. It's easy to just push it over to the side. But once you get a why bigger than you, you know, once you attach your why to faith or attach your why to your your legacy, your mm. your generation, it's like, okay, I'm not just doing this for me. If yeah. I could break through this, my kids won't have to go through what I went through, right? Oh, my yeah. family don't have to go through what I went through. And so once you understand it starts with you, but it's not about you, then you just have to literally take those baby steps and build momentum, right? If you're scared to go live, start with a post, start with yeah. a recorded video. It's just taking those baby steps to do the things that's bringing you outside of your comfort comfort zone. And that's really what, what I had to do, you know? I had to learn that sloppy progress was still progress because mm. I also was a perfectionist, right? <laughs> and so I wanted the pretty website first. Yes. I wanted everything put together first. And my coach helped me to realize then, like, when you are serving people, like, they don't care about the website. Yeah, if you yeah. got a message for them, if you got a product, if you got a service that's going to bring forth some solution, some some joy, some mm-hmm. alleviation of something, mm-hmm. ain't nobody caring about that. So yeah. I really had to, you know, get get over myself and get out of my head too. Yeah, no, that's good. And that's also, um, I, I I don't think that it wasn't until part like two weeks ago, um, I realized that I probably am a perfectionist mm-hmm. um, because I wanted all the things first. Like you said, yeah. in my mind, what a perfectionist looked like, it didn't look like me. So I never, <laughs> <laughs> I never associated myself with that. But I, in, in doing this and, and pursuing, you know, uh, slaying self doubt and move, it's like, no, that does show up because I want all of these things before because I you feel like if all of these things are right then I can do the next thing the next thing but mm-hmm. the reality is is that no do the thing and everything else will be right it'll come That's to right. you it will That's show right. up but you have to do the action and yeah. I love that you said like doing it scared I know it sounds so cliche yesterday I did a live with somebody and even when you said that um it made me think like when I started this journey, I was like, oh, I wouldn't, you would never see me on camera. Like that'll, it'll never happen because <laughs> I had uh, um, Bell's palsy three times. And so my insecurity wow. was the fact that my face is crooked. No one yeah. else notices it, but me. So wow. me being on, on a live, <laughs> yeah, right. And wow. now I'd be like, somebody asked, I'd be like, sure, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. But it was because I took that first step. And I said yesterday, take one step every day 
in the area of something that scares you it doesn't matter what it is if you if it's exercise and walk you know yeah. if it's ex, you know if, it, if you don't want to walk then do a video at home do some yoga do some stretching do something that's just going to help because it's a muscle you got to build yes. it it's not we're yes. not most of this stuff we don't just have it like you have to build on it and it has exactly. to become a habit and and it just doesn't come, it doesn't come to everyone naturally. But if it's something that you want to do, and like you said, if it's bigger, when you know your why and you know it's bigger than you, like I said earlier, if I know that my obedience is connected to somebody else, I don't know where that someone else is. Maybe that someone other person is on the other side of that life. Yes. Maybe that so some true. person is at the gym or at the track or at the grocery store. Yes. So how you have to show up as yourself everywhere that you are mm -hmm. because you don't know who you're meant to impact. And so right. um, I, I love that you say just, you just you just do it scared. And, you know, yeah. and it's still you're still scared you just do it <laughs> you just learn to do it and you know I heard pastor Mike Todd on a sermon or an interview or something and I, I heard him say that discipline turns into desire mm -hmm. and I think that was so good I resonated with that because the more disciplined you become in something in your example with with the gym or, yeah. or working out even when you don't feel like doing it, the more disciplined you, yeah. you get in it, you're eventually going to desire it. You're yeah. going to want, your body is going to say, hey, we Need like it. this, <laughs> right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Let's keep this up. And that's what I learned too. So some of the things that I wasn't comfortable with, some of the things that I had to, you know, kind of push myself to do is no longer an issue. I like to do it. I see yeah. the response mm -hmm. to it, right? I see how it's helping people. I see how it make me feel, but it started off just as a discipline. Like, yeah. I know this is what I need to do. So I'm just going to do it. Absolutely. That's why I say with the lives, I, I, I dreaded them. And now I'm yeah. like, I'm out here like, oh, okay, I'm going to do a full part series with somebody. Yeah. You know, I'm like, now it's like, yeah. I'm back y'all. You know, it's like <laughs> before I was like, no, you ducking yeah. and dodging it. So mm -hmm. what have you learned about yourself during this journey that you didn't know before? What have I learned about myself? I've learned so much about myself, right? Um, I learned, I think the biggest thing I learned though was like my personal values. Mm. You know, I think when, you know, you're so busy in your roles, you you lose a lot, like if, if you're not careful. So yeah. in this personal journey, I've just learned how much I value certain things. Like I love to learn, right? I love, and, and I, I've been able to, I'm so studious and I'm so, I'm such a student, you know, it's just like, I realized how my value of learning and education transpires into the clients that I coach, right? And into the things yeah. that I do with my family. And so I, I think the biggest thing I've learned is, is what I value. I'm an advocate for therapy, right? I love sitting on the therapy couch. Therapy and Jesus. And, <laughs> yes, ma'am. That's what I tell everybody. Like, uh -huh. I'm convinced everybody needs therapy and Jesus. I literally just said that yesterday, I yeah. think. Um, and so even there, I learned personal triggers, personal, but I've learned just about me in this yeah. journey more than I ever have. Like, you know, just my values with my fears, my everything, like it's just been a really great discovery of, of self, you know? Mm, yeah, no, I love that. And I think that when you're, when you are doing it the right way, right. When you are pursuing purpose, when you are intentional about saying, um, 
this is something that God gave me and that it's important to me. You will learn about yourself like that. Mm -hmm. If you don't learn anything about yourself, I can guarantee you you're doing it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) That's the the whole thing is, is that if it's not, it it is not from you. Right. And so Mm -hmm. he's teaching you things. He's showing you things Mm -hmm. so that you can share because ultimately it's coming from him. So it's not yours to begin with. Like you said, Mm -hmm. we said earlier, it's not even yours. So what he's showing you is to perfect you so that you can reach the people that you're called to reach. And so being able to kind of go on this journey and being able to see that I think is, um, you realize you're better for it all the way around. You show up mm-hmm. as a as a mom differently, as a yes. wife differently, as a friend differently. And in the beginning, for me, it was I don't know, it was a little awkward, right? Because I felt like people, some people were tiptoeing around me because it was mm-hmm. like, can I say this? Are you this that? And there's just like you know, there's this stigma always with Christians, like you can't yeah. do certain yeah. things around. I'm like, I'm still me. I don't right. <laughs> really right. know what yeah. it is, but I also realized that that was God pruning me, right? Like, mm-hmm. no, I'm, certain things is just not going to be in your right. space because that's that may mess up what it is that I'm doing. So yeah, mm-hmm. there's certain things you can't be around, but I'm still me. I'm just yeah. a better version of me, which is what just everybody wants. It's the goal, right? It's it's the goal, and I think um, even with that, it was so important for me with the values because as I really realized who I was and what I liked and because I'm in my purpose um you know it empowered me to set boundaries and it empowered me to you know maybe have to walk away from some relationships yeah. where I felt like you know was no longer aligned no love loss is just not aligned you know yeah. and so like you said that discovery itself is so important because of the call on your life because mm-hmm. you know so it's like I realize these are type of, you know, I don't want to pursue this thing. I don't want to pursue this type of relationship because I know who I am now and yeah. I know what I value. Right. And so I think that's one of the the, the biggest things, but it's, it's still all working together because God is like, okay, you know, some people, some themes, some behavior, some thoughts, it can't go with you. Right. Yeah. And now that you value, you know, these things, now that I'm showing you, it's like, okay, you have the courage, you have the aware, you have everything mm-hmm. you need to be able to say, okay, this is where I draw the line. You know what I yeah. mean? No, yeah, absolutely. And I think that um, what you say is like certain things just can't go with you. And mm-hmm. there are times where we be trying to drag stuff like, come on, yeah. like, especially our friends and mm-hmm. people that are just have been attached to us. But that is mm-hmm. that season of, of your life. And I th- I learned very quickly that um, I had been holding on to some people because I felt like. I knew their potential. I knew that mm-hmm. they could come on. Let's, you know, we going to all slay ourselves out. And he was just like, nope, <laughs> no, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and people just started to kind of fade to black on their own. It what it didn't even yes. have to, I didn't even have to do anything. Mm-hmm. And I would question it. Like, what did I do? What happened? Yeah. And then I realized yeah. that's not you. You didn't do it's anything. And, and yeah. on top of that, that sometimes your light is too much for people. It is. And when it's- you get that enlightenment <laughs> and you and your light is too much, everybody yeah. don't want to be around that. So I just had to accept it. Okay, well. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. It's so true because um I've I've just experienced that firsthand. But you know, sometimes when the light in you, like you said, is so loud, it exposes or reminds people mm. what 
they haven't done or their insecurities or it creates a conviction that they're not comfortable with. Mm -hmm. So it's not you at all. You know what I mean? Sometimes the way people view themselves, you know, can, can have a direct impact on how they think you view them. And so they just kind of fade away because of where you're at. And so I've definitely, um, you know, experienced that and, and resonate with that too. And it's just like, it's still all working together. You can still love those people and pray for those people, yeah. but you get to a place where you understand that they're not just, they're just not men. And, and yeah. you know, you just have to obey and trust God to bring people who are more aligned with the purpose that he has for you. Yeah. Um, I, I've had the same similar situation recently as well. And I had to, I even had a client who had the same thing. And I, you know, I was like, some people want you to stay where you are for their benefit because mm-hmm. then they don't have to move. Mm-hmm. But when you start to elevate and they like, you know, they either going to try to bring you down because they, they, they're comfortable being mm-hmm. in it, but some people, they can't handle it and you got to go. But I started, my prayer started to be different. And I started asking God, send me my people. Yeah. Instead of me trying to find out who the people is, yes. you send me my people and make yeah. it clear. I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to have to second guess. It needs to be plain. Send it in an email, right. whatever you. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what it, whatever you need to do. I need to do. So I don't, right. I don't go down this road again. I don't yeah. want none of that. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about all things she pursues purpose. Purpose. What do you offer? What do you do? And I have a question, but I'm gonna let you share what you do first, okay. and then I'm gonna ask the question. <laughs> okay. So one of the main things that I do is um, coaching. That's the heart of you know. Um, what I do, I help women to create businesses or build current businesses that are aligned with their purpose. Mm. And, um, you know, in my time, I've just realized, you know, you can have a successful business and not be in your purpose, right? Like you can make money and not make (laughs) purpose. So my goal is to really help women to um, start businesses and build their businesses that's aligned with their gifting and aligned with their calling and where they're not just making income, but they're making an impact in the world. You know, Mm -hmm. they're doing the things that God has called them to do. So I take women on a journey to really, you know, and it starts with the self, but we go through the process that I've went through, you know, the personal process, um, the spiritual process and the professional process to really get to where God will have them in this season. Um, I've also, I do a prayer call every Thursday morning, um, 7.30 Eastern. Eastern time, um, AM, but you know, and that's just where I, I feel like I have a business and a ministry, right? Mm-hmm. Because I understand it's not just about making the money, you yeah. know, God knows we need it, but at the same time, I'm, I understand who my CEO is and who yeah. I work for. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I do a prayer line every Thursday morning. Um, I have a published devotional journal, Prayers for Purpose. You can find that on Amazon. Um, but yeah, those are just some of the some of the things that I'm currently doing. I have other things, um, you know, in the work. But right now, my main focus is, is helping women. Um, you know, I feel like if we can all tap into our purpose and tap into the things God has called us to do and, and be like, that's where we can really make a difference in people's lives in the world and give people reason to live and give yeah. hope. So I'm really passionate about um, coaching women. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Um, so my question was going to be, because I'm sure that there are people who are listening who feel like um, I don't even know where to start. Right. Like I like we we both said the same thing. Like, yeah, it's clear that we say, oh, you know, I know I'm purpose for more. And it it all sounds like what 
what does that even mean? So if you could like break us down. So what, what purpose, like, I don't even want to say like that, if you can define it, I guess you can define like what purpose is. And then like, what are some practical steps that people can take towards really figuring out what their purpose Mm -hmm. may be? If you've been listening to this podcast or following me on social media for a while and you're ready to start your journey to healing or you're ready to confront your doubts and insecurities, there are three ways I can help. First, you can download the journal prompt from my website. Use this as a guide to get back on track with where God is calling you. Secondly, you can go to my website and purchase the Slang Self Doubt Prayer Journal. Using this prompt and journal will pull out where you are stuck on your journey. These questions will force you to dig deep and find your fears. Lastly, if you're ready to invest in your healing journey and work directly with me, book a 30-minute connection call with me today. This allows us to see if we are a good fit for each other. So head on over to my website, www.feliciawallace.com to do one or all three of these. That's www.feliciawallace.com. Now back to the show. Mm-hmm. Um, purpose, I tell people in, in simple terms, purpose solves a problem. It's the reason why something exists, right? Yeah. And so we think about, I always give an example, something like um, your cell phone, right? The cell phone was a, a solution to problems with communication. Now we yeah. can talk to anybody anywhere. The reason something is ex- existing, right? The reason yeah. something is created. So Apple decided, okay, there's this this gap, there's this problem, and this is how we're going to fill it. Mm-hmm. And this is what I tell women is that God has created you, you know, to specific group or groups of people yeah. where you can solve a problem, right? And not all problems are bad. You know, mm-hmm. people kind of misinterpret that, you know, not all problems are bad, but it's still a solution. So you're born for a reason. Yeah. Before he created you, he knew why. He yeah. knew where he wanted you to fit in at. He knew what group of people he wanted you to serve. And the journey that I really take women on when it comes to discovering purpose, I really have what I call um, five commandments to pursuing purpose. Okay. And this is kind of, narrows it down and quickly for the sake of time but I feel like these are the five steps you need to take in order to really um, get in alignment with the purpose that God has for you and the first one is to know that I got Mm-hmm. As a believer, I believe in order to know your God-given purpose, you have to know the God that gives the purpose. Yeah. And that's where I started, right? I started in prayer like, God, what, what do you want me to do? What is my purpose? Yeah. So to me, that's the first step. And the second one is to know thyself. And that's all about the self awareness, self-development, self-growth, digging Uh with self, sitting on the couch, all the things self, right? And then the third one to me is know thy neighbor, because I believe that purpose cannot be achieved in isolation. Mm. So you find yourself mentors, you find coaches, you find communities that's aligned with your values, aligned with your faith, aligned with the things that you're trying to do and where you're trying to be because he, Jesus had disciples. He could yeah. did it by himself, right? <laughs> Facts. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the importance to me, you know, part of purpose is, is finding the right community. Like we said, some people got to fall off so new people can come in, yeah. but it's really surrounding yourself and being intentional about being a part of community, being intentional about connecting with mentors and coaches who've been there, who can help you get there quicker, who can help you avoid those roadblocks and things like that. Um, And then it's all about my fourth one is planning thy work. So once you you know, have been on this journey and things like you really, you just start somewhere. Who are some people that you 
I have women go through this um, phase of really revisiting their childhood, Mm. who they are currently, you know, because I feel like clues to your purpose are hidden in your childhood. Identifying your gifts. What are you good at? What makes you feel good? Mm -hmm. What do people come to you for? Because to me, the secret sauce to purpose is in your gifts. You know, this is how you push it forth. It's through your gifts. So you really need to work on that's why you got to know yourself, right? Mm-hmm. What do I like to do? What am I good at? What yeah. do people come to me for? What group of people based off my experiences and my stories can I resonate with, right? Yeah. Who can I help now with what I have now? Like who could benefit from, you know, um, what I have to offer, my experiences, my gifts, my my talent, who could benefit right now without me having to go get another degree or mm. another website? Who can I help right now? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then the last one is to work by plan, execution, do it scared, sloppy progress, start somewhere, do mm-hmm. something, you know, grow as you go, but start. So that's, you know, in a, in a fast nutshell, what I kind of take women through um, for the process. No, but that was, that was amazing. Like it literally <laughs> was like, it was, it was the process is when you were saying it, I was like, yep, I did that. Yep. I mm-hmm. did that. Like, because when you're in it, you don't, when you're in it, you, of course you don't know because you're, yeah. in, you're in the midst of it. Right. This yeah. is the reason why coaches are so important. And, you know, I've had a conversation with my mental coach about, especially like us as black women, like where, where, where are we? I'm like, we yeah. out here, you know, yeah. but the problem <laughs> is, is that in our, just like with therapy in our culture, it's like very taboo about getting mm-hmm. people in your business and mm-hmm. all of those things. And, and, and the reality is, is that like, that's what what you need you need I mean you have coaches in sports you have coaches in uh school academic coaches when you Mm want to get better you go to your 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 guidance counselor like there are coaches set up in our lives in different areas even at work like you have somebody that will help you along the way that can really get you so when you're trying to figure out this next phase you know this what you just described to people is exactly what they need that's a surefire way like the right the the, to get no to know god first then to Mm -hmm. know yourself then Mm -hmm. community then Mm -hmm. to make a plan and and uh the lord says write the vision and make a plan i mean it's in in there um (laughs) and then execute it Mm -hmm. just like we talked about earlier taking an action you have to do an actionable step because it's good to talk we can we can read all the sermons you can sign to all the courses you can uh listen to all the music you can read all the books but if you take no action it's it's a waste it's a waste it really is a waste and Mm so I love the way that you have created that so it's very simple for people to and the other thing I like about it is that every single thing is about the individual This has nothing to do with anybody else outside of you have to know God. You have to know yourself. You have to know your neighbor. You have to create the plan. You have to execute. Everything Mm -hmm. is about you instead Mm -hmm. of people being like, well, who can I get to do this? Who can I get to do it? Girl. Looking in the wrong direction. Or or the big one, like, well, I'm just waiting on God. Like, no, ma'am, you don't get a pass. It's already (laughs) there. And the thing about it is that when you start taking action in it, you don't realize that it's always been there. Once I got to a certain place, I was like, God was doing this in me when I was in my early twenties, Yes, like long before it even, everything came together. When I look back over my life, I'm like, no, this was, this was already in me. This Mm -hmm. was, and I was telling somebody yesterday that 
every time that we're especially with everything that has gone on in this world in these last two years if you are still here you are purposeful more period like we are still here because there is still work to be done and so you cannot we saw in an instant people just going left and right uh, over I think was the numbers like over 700 or 800,000 Americans like in two years it's crazy Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but if you were still here you are purposeful more yeah. And so that means you need to get connected to Erica so that you can figure <laughs> out what your purpose is <laughs> so that you can get that you can get to work. Yeah, sis. I need you to sure. get to work. So mm-hmm. Erica, how can the people find you? How can they get, get, get connected to you and the um, um, and your uh, oh, my gosh. 7 30 a.m the prayer call yeah the purpose call. prayer because i was gonna say bible study no that ain't it i was <laughs> the prayer call yes, yes yes so you can find me on um instagram and facebook as she pursues purpose on instagram i have the link to everything for you to sign up for the prayer call um i have uh i offer free sessions one-on-one sessions we could talk about purpose talk about how i can help you i have the link on there um you can always email me at erica a-r-i-k-a as she pursues purpose.com um but yeah you can definitely find me on social media i post on my social media the phone number and the code to the call um every every thursday i also for you know women entrepreneurs i just created a um free content planning guide and so you can go to um bit.ly bit.ly forward slash content for her and um download that there but everything that i that i have to offer is um you know, on my social media, you can also visit my website at shepursuespurpose.com as well, which is going to be revamped, but it's still up to. Nice. Thank you so much, Erica. That, that, yes. that Those five tools that you gave us, y'all go back and listen so that you yeah. can write it down or just book a call with Erica so you can just do the work, okay? <laughs> because that's the other part. Sometimes you get this information, but being partnered with somebody who can walk you through it gives you the confidence to be able to do it. You, We are mm-hmm. not meant to do do life alone. And so if you need the help, reach out that's that's what yes. we be here for like I don't you know we here to help so thank right. you so much Erica I will put all the information in the show notes um I really appreciate you just sharing and just um continue to do what you do because I know that I I am like I know that when we walk in purpose like it we already said it, it's bigger than us but mm-hmm. sometimes we don't recognize the impact that we are making yeah. because we're in it but you are yes. making an impact and just thank you for your obedience thank you for having me sis and the oh, same you are for so you. welcome I'm, I'm so i'm just so glad to have connected with you and everything um that you're doing and and i'm i just know god is going to continue to bless and expand you as well so thank you and you're making just as much as an impact you know for your obedience and transparency and you know just doing it doing it right and doing i'm just <laughs> yes girl yes thank you so much i appreciate i appreciate that and i receive it <laughs> yes thank you you're welcome All right, y'all, that's all for this week. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and review. Remember to head over to Facebook and Instagram and follow me at Slain Self Doubt. Oh, wait, don't forget, go to my YouTube channel and watch this episode. And remember to press the subscribe button. Until next week, see ya.
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.